Hello, and welcome to Wander Stories. This is a podcast by Susan Lanier Graham from wanderwithwonder.com. I've spent the past couple of decades wandering, both around the world and across the street, looking for what I like to call wow moments. During that time, I've had some incredible experiences and connected with so many amazing people. I want to share some of those moments with you in my favorite wander stories. So come along with me and let's wander. You can always find more episodes and great stories online at wanderwithwonder.com. Find all the episodes of Wander Stories on your favorite podcast app, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Hello, and welcome to November. I cannot believe how quickly 2019 has slipped away. I hope all of you are getting ready for a wonderful fall and winter and the upcoming holiday season. So today, as I'm sitting here on a very cool morning in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I am thinking about travel. I want to talk today about kicking the bucket list, traveling without limits. As most of you know by now, whether listening to my new Wander stories or reading Wander with Wonder over the years, I love to travel. I have always loved to travel, even though I do have to admit I lost sight of that love for a while. As a child, I lived for the outings with my parents to motels where my sister and I would run into some usually generic room, often a Holiday Inn or in the 1970s, the $8 a day days inns were very popular. We would run in, flop on the bed, and then run excitedly to open every drawer, every drawer open the closets. We always tore those little paper things off the toilet cover because it was, you know, who could who could get first to the bathroom to tear the paper off the toilet cover? It was a tradition, sorry. <laughs> then my sister and I would play for hours in the room. We would use the tray. The hotel always had the ice bucket sitting on a tray with glasses, of course. And so we would pretend we were serving guests, and we imagined ourselves in crazy places around the world. Even when we were in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia or frequently traveling across Texas with my father as he uh, went on went to cattle auctions. So we had some adventures. <laughs> Even at home, I would lay down on this little hill by my front driveway and stare up at the clouds, watching for planes going overhead. I would try to imagine where every plane was going. There were far fewer airplanes in the skies back then. This was, you know, the late 60s, early 70s. But I imagined some grand adventures. In last week's episode, I talked about a summer day in the mid-70s when my sister and I pretended we had jetted away to Paris for lunch. We were having lunch at a make-believe sidewalk cafe in Paris. 
And that day, my sister made me swear to her that we would someday have lunch in the real Paris. Eh, we still need to do that. It is on my bucket list. <laughs> so back then, we didn't know what a bucket list was. I don't think the term had even been invented. We complain today about travel, but it was a big deal back then. We had watched the Concord land at Dulles, and I just imagined how grand it would be. Our grandmother told us tales of flying across the country in the 1950s, at a time when it was still a really big deal to travel. You know, I imagined someday being a flight attendant and, and being able to go anywhere. As I grew up, I knew I didn't want to be a flight attendant, but I still wanted to go everywhere. Fast forward an entire lifetime. Flying has become routine. People wear pajamas to get on a plane. I don't, but I see people who do it. And those of us who fly, you've heard all the complaints. Overcrowded seats, cranky gate agents, long delays. Our goal has become getting on a plane, grumbling along the way, shuffling through crowded airports. We forget the wonder that we're flying at 30,000 feet in this metal tube in, okay, think about it, relative comfort compared to, you know, wagon trains and boats across the Atlantic in the day. But our whole goal, we put up with this so that we can find some great monument or the great iconic scenery, snap a selfie, put it on social media, check something off the bucket list. Somehow we've lost the fascination with travel, with hearing the stories, with finding out more than what you can snap in a selfie. I believe we all get too wrapped up in the bucket list concept the planning, trying to set up just the right shot so you can tell the world, look, I finally made it here. Let's check off the bucket list. It becomes a chore rather than ex an experience. So I want to propose, let's not focus so much on the bucket list. Okay, yes, <laughs> I have a bucket list and there are some things I really want to do in this world. And I have a list of them on my website at Wander with Wonder. One of those is to have lunch with my sister in Paris. And I have some more pretty exotic ones. I hope to go to Fiji. I'd love to explore Australia. And I want to visit Madagascar. I, I don't ask why. Um, and I really want to fly first class on Emirates Air somewhere anywhere. <laughs> I have been very fortunate in my life, and I never take it for granted that I have gotten to check some amazing things off of my bucket list. But for the most part, I find I'm so much happier when I simply travel off the list. Some of my favorite trips, my best experiences, have been when I did something not at all on my bucket list. When I threw the list aside and just lived in the moment, I 
talk about some of those in episode two. When I talk about the 10 things I learned from travel, one of those was to slow down. And I find that if I'm so focused on checking items off my bucket list, I forget to slow down. And really, how many people would put Springfield, Missouri, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, or Cushing, Maine on their bucket list? Probably very few people. But those are some examples of experiences I've encountered that were a part of me that helped me know why I love to travel. There are experiences who have shaped me not only as a traveler, but as a person. Sure, I have those big places on my bucket list. Mm, the Taj Mahal. I would love to see the Taj Mahal. I want to walk the Great Wall of China. Oh, and I would love to sleep in an over-ocean bungalow. But it's the little experiences that have made all the difference. Don't be so big on checking off the bucket list that you forget to try the little things. Go check out that little tiny zoo in Springfield, Missouri. Honestly, I had the most amazing afternoon there with my grandkids once. It was unexpected, unplanned, and so much fun. Or check out the winery in the rolling hills on the coast of Maine. I spent an afternoon there with a couple of friends that really changed my perspective on life. Or I talked about it in in episode two, checking out those tiny little restaurants on the hilltop hideaway in Francis Castillon de Garde. It was amazing. And I would not have known if all I wanted to do was check off items on my bucket list. Even in those places that do show up on your bucket list, remember to go out and look for the hidden experiences. Sure, climbing the Eiffel Tower is great. It's fabulous. It's an amazing moment. But wander around the streets. Stop in those little sidewalk cafes. Go into a tiny restaurant on the back street. Make your way into a bookstore. Look around, absorb, feel it. Find the local library. Talk to the people. Get out of Paris. Explore the little towns. Ah, the town of Antibes on the French Riviera. Amazing, amazing place. The old town is so fascinating. Go have lunch on the beach. Watch children play in the surf. Oh, a perfect example was when I went to London a few years ago. I loved visiting all of the big sites. I felt like a child up in the London Eye. Walking by Big Ben had my heart pounding. And yes, I somehow hoped I would spot the Queen as I walked past Buckingham Palace. <laughs> no, I didn't. But my best London memories were sitting with friends over tea as snowflakes fluttered outside. What a memory. Or sharing a cab ride with my friend's 15-year-old 
who was wide-eyed in wonder at seeing London the first time. It was a double-decker bus. It was a telephone booth. These were moments that I was able to slow down and see through her eyes. Or sitting in a pub, surrounded by new friends, all the locals who just wanted to share their stories. So if you have that bucket list, absolutely enjoy it. But don't get so wrapped up in the checkboxes that you forget the experience. And you know what? Does it really matter if you get that perfect Instagram shot? It's the memories and the experiences of a lifetime. Sure, I flew across the Pacific to the big island of Hawaii. I checked that off my bucket list. (laughs) But I also had the most amazing time jumping in a four-wheel drive Jeep with my husband on this harrowing road on the mountainside where we discovered this tiny little street stand selling the best banana bread in the world. (laughs) And I had a chance to go to Portugal this past year. I explored Porto. I went sailing up the Douro River. I drank port wine in places I had read about. But what I enjoyed most, walking along the banks of the river in this tiny village that had seven houses and two pubs. (laughs) And while my trip to Europe was magical and filled with bucket list moments, I had the most amazing birthday this week, this year, birthday week this year, in of all places, Plano, Texas. Yep. My granddaughter flew down and we went horseback riding at South Fork Ranch. We ate gelato that was shaped like a rose. We had barbecue. It was fabulous, just experiencing the moments. I took my other granddaughter last month to the coast of Maine. We watched boats come and go. (laughs) We made a picnic lunch, ham sandwiches on the coast by the lighthouse. As we're putting together our sandwiches with a bag of chips, she looked up and says, Grandma, this is the best lunch ever. Was having a picnic lunch on the coast on my bucket list? No. But having that moment with my husband and my granddaughter, that was every bit as good as the first time I saw the Eiffel Tower. So it's time to kick the bucket list. Discover the amazing bits and pieces that make up our exciting lives. Lived moment by moment around the world. And start creating your own wander stories wherever you wander. Maybe it's just down the street. Maybe it's at that little cafe. And you stop and take in the moment. You smell the air. Or maybe it's in Hong Kong, looking at the tall buildings. Or listening to the foghorns in San Francisco. Wherever it is. Take time, slow down, write your own wander stories. 
Be sure to check back next week for more great travel inspiration. I hope you find great wow moments this week, whether you travel around the world or across the street. Be sure and send us your comments, and I welcome you to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us keep telling our wander stories. Thank you for listening. I hope you wander with wonder this week.